Hello and welcome to Geeks with Shields, your home for all things good and nerdy in this, the darkest timeline. I'm Axel Wright, and with me as always is... Lord Commander Ulrich. So, as you can tell from my not very dulcet sounding voice and doing the intro we're doing a you know a, a little bit of a shorter thing today we're doing a uh, what i believe auric has called deleted scenes right we're going to do some pitches yep uh deleted scenes for those of you who are new to this essentially going to you know come up with a tv show or something and pitch to you the idea of how we think it would work uh axel what are we going to do today well today we're doing marvel related things particularly marvel related television shows but before we get into it, because of the timing, can we just take a moment uh, for Stanley, who, at time of recording, uh, passed away only what, within the last couple of days? Yeah, at the uh, age of ninety-five. And I mean, we live in the world we live in, where such a, where he, a lot of things that Stanley helped create that were part of are a huge part of the general cultural like picture so his influence cannot be overstated and this no is very he's going to be remembered for all time just because of all the contributions he's made to pop culture and yeah. uh, just what an iconic figure he was and there are, will come a time where there's like you know into what his legacy is but for now it's like this is a man whose life was important to the world yeah and that's really all uh this is a meant to be mostly a show about positivity but I felt disingenuous to move on to this topic without at least giving it a, a moment to me yeah so you know as many of you know disney has been announcing left right and center shows that they are going to put on the disney streaming service so we thought we'd kind of you know try and pitch a couple we think would work well, Ulrich, I think that in general you're better at this kind of thing than me, so why don't you show this whippersnapper how it's done? Okay, well, one that's been kicking around the back of my head that I definitely think we are going to see is a War Machine series. Really? Is that going to be like, um... I mean, I can imagine some easy ways for that to go really poorly, so what's your idea? Well, they've kind of been hinting at in the background throughout the movies of War Machine stories. Like, War Machine, you know, he's the government hero. He's out there, you know, kind of doing jobs for the U.S. military. And you kind of get that whole aspect of the thing being string. Plus, you got the fact, you know, he is paralyzed from the waist down and dealing with that. And the whole kind of fault we're going to have post-Infinity Wars. I think it would be really kind of a cool, maybe not really a spy thriller, because... He's a giant walking tank, but <laughs> I think there is potential for a really interesting show in War Machine. You know, you know what's pretty funny about that? Uh, from my knowledge, now keep in mind, I didn't read these particular comics a whole lot, but isn't the idea of the government hero dealing with like the United States' enemies and stuff basically the main plot line of Iron Man from like 75 to like 94, something like that? I mean, I mean, years, not issues. Like throughout basically the entire '80s, I think that was Iron Man's thing, right? He was the government hero. Sorta. He was anti-commie, and I think they retconned that at some point because they didn't like it. Well, I know that when they tried to do that to Captain America, people hated it, and that's why we even have the whole Captain America was frozen thing because the super nationalistic Captain America was so unpopular that they were like, okay, that actually has been an imposter. The real Captain America has been frozen for years. Well, yeah, they brought him back as a villain. Oh, or they made him a villain, which is really interesting. No, I think there's ways to do it. Like I said, I think the character of, you know, James Rhodes is interesting enough. I think there's enough there that you can make a series. And 
I've been wanting to see more War Machine since he was introduced. Well, not since he was introduced. But all right, but the Iron question Man. that that actor, you know, that actor ain't gonna do uh, is a TV show. So assuming that's the considering case, considering they've got Sebastian Stan and basically okay, the rundown ones they've gotten, they've got Winter Soldier, Falcon, Scarlet Witch, Loki, and Hawkeye. They're willing to spend the money. Really? I mean, I, I wasn't aware there was going to be a Loki. And that makes me okay. Yeah, I love Loki. They signed Tom Hiddleston. That, I, I love Loki as a character, but that makes my skin crawl because I don't see that going well. But uh, I yeah, that was kind of the one I paused and went, I don't know. Now, if I got the Warriors three, maybe, but Loki yeah. on his own. Winter Soldier, I could totally, I could totally see like a television show for. And they're um, doing a Falcon buddy well. team up of him and Falcon. I, that I think that works very well, and they they kind of planted some very light seeds of that in Civil War that I think would be very. I mean, they got kind of a you know I'm going to pull that back before I say something that I'm going to regret, but it was good. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> so what else? What, what do you got? Uh, actually, if I was going to say a television show, I mean, this could be a movie too, but I think it'd be interesting to have the Sentry as a television show. The Sentry, the Sentry. Oh, okay, there we go. I think he's too powerful, but let's hear it. Well, no, that's that's the point, right? So Sentry, for anyone who doesn't know, Sentry is basically Marvel's answer to Superman in a way, but he's also a drunk who has no control over his powers and is uh, a total wreck of a person. So Sounds like you're pitching Hancock. Um, Kind of, but the good part of Hancock, but as a show. Well, yeah, because Hancock <laughs> should have been good. Yeah, yeah. So... Sentry's power, the comic book explanation is that he exists like one nanosecond in the future and that the displacement of energy from that like time dilation gives him the power of like a thousand exploding suns or some ridiculous thing like that. But comic it, books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But tell me you can't imagine a situation where like it's it's like a show that is more just a drama about this guy, this basically, yeah, think of like Hancock from the beginning of Hancock, trying to deal with the fact that he's also the most powerful being on the planet, and like at the end of an episode or an arc, he might use his power to solve the problem, but that isn't really what the show is is selling the audience on. It's selling the audience on this character going through this, this situation that he's in, not him as a superhero, but him as a person, you know? I think that would be a great way to get uh, Banner Hulk in there. Because the parallels would really work, I think would be interesting. Well, plus uh, Banner being a scientist, um, you know, you totally pull it into like how Sentry might not even want his powers. Or like, okay, I'll admit my my knowledge of Sentry is great. It's just deep enough to know who he is, what the base of his character, and stuff like that. So there could be more, but just even that much conceptually, I think you could make a movie out of it. Certainly, I think the movie would be a little more conventional and be too close to something like Hancock. But as a show that just leaves him in this kind of continuously crappy state and just uses his power sporadically, you can make a really good character drama. No, I agree. That would be really interesting. I'd see that. All right. So my next suggestion is Howling Commandos. Well, duh. <laughs> I mean, Peggy Carter got canceled, which sucks, but yes. you team her up with the Howling Commandos? Oh, hell yeah. Well, you know, I, I've learned to hold out hope for that because for anyone who doesn't know, right, there was um, a few years back, like four or five years back, there was a Constantine television show that was uh, really good just for the actor playing Constantine. The show itself was okay, but that actor who played Constantine was amazing. Then they had him guest star 
in Arrow, reprising his role as Constantine. And now, in Season 4 of Legend of Tomorrow, they brought him on as a main cast member, reprising his role of Constantine. So, like, all of us who are like, this guy's amazing, the show got canceled, damn, you know, five years later, there he is, getting to be that character as the main in an already successful, pretty long-running television show. So, you can hold out hope, is my point, that we'll get to see Agent Carter in another form, right? Yeah, well, this is my idea. Like, in my head, you do Howling Commandos, you maybe said it during World War Band of Brothers style, with fighting Hydra stuff, because I love Captain America, that first movie, but him taking down Hydra should not have been a montage. Well, they could definitely make it a montage that leads to these kind of things you're talking about, so I don't think it's not a question of they shouldn't have done it, it's, okay, they did it, now we have room to do all this stuff inside of it, right? Yeah, because I would love to see, you know, because the the casting for that great. Yeah. What's especially funny is that one of the... played like the main villain in like season four of arrow and it's ridiculous because like i was watching uh i was watching that season and agent carter at like the same time and he shows up for like a you know cameo in agent carter and i was like oh wow hey he's way more intimidating in this than he is as the villain in that (laughs) yeah because i kind of think one of the biggest weaknesses for agent carter was they didn't really have the budget to do a lot of the big things and they couldn't draw any big heroes because well that branch of marvel tv was the unwanted stepchild also true i mean i don't know how agents of shields lasted six seasons with the confinements they're working under uh yeah i don't know either especially considering their connection to the inhumans uh i got i got into season three of agents of shield before i was like i'm kind of done with this so i made it to season four before i realized i was forcing myself to keep watching it and i don't have time for shows like that yeah, yeah. But anyway, so uh, what kind of... Are we talking like an adventure show where every episode is just the next mission that they go on? Right? Yes. That's what you're talking about. So yes. basically basically the A-team, except with how... Oh, yeah. I love the A-team. All right, that's fine. I think that's a very easy pitch. Just literally the A-team, except it's the Howling Commandos. And you maybe you touch on some uh, more Golden Age. No way in hell you're ever going to put in your movies because they're just too damn weird. And <laughs> let's be honest, Marvel has a whole catalog of those yeah true i mean fucking i still can't believe they got bartok the leaper in uh winter soldier yeah huh his superpower is he leaps i mean if angel could be in a movie then why not (laughs) yeah and no we're not talking archangel we're talking you know regular old angel anyway so my my next pitch would be um this is a cheat i'm going to admit but personally i'm of the opinion i've always been Spider-Man works better as a television show than a movie. And I've also said that Spider-Man Raimi's movie is still one of my favorite movies of all time. That's admitted. But Spider-Man is basically the pinnacle of street-level heroes. He spends most of his time just dealing with regular crime. And in the comics, he's a lot of the what's interesting is him dealing with the fact that he's you know a high schooler as well, right? So that's I feel like that sets itself up as a television series better, but that's not going to happen because he's Spider-Man. He's too big not to be in movies. So here's the compromise. Give me Spider-Gwen. Good. I was going to say, it's like, uh, you're going to have to do someone else from the Spider family for this to work. Exactly. So if I'm not going to get Peter Parker, that's fine. Let's do the parallel universe. Give me a television show following Gwen Stacy as Spider-Gwen. 
It's basically the same deal, except now you've got this character. You can even then you have uh, your main character being a woman, which obviously Marvel has a, a bit of a problem with right now when it comes to their general material. It doesn't happen very often. So you get to have that kind of thing. Plus the teenage girls, you get to explore this other kind of mentality and other kind of stories that you don't get to explore with a lot of your other things. But it's still connected to Spider-Man. So you've got that whole catalog of what is the second or third best rogues galley in comic existence to work with so yeah. yeah that's that's what i want it's my pitch is basically um think like um i i hate this example because i feel like i'm stretching the comparison but imagine just spider-man mixed with buffy the vampire slayer that'd be awesome that's my pitch all right so my last pitch to cap us off is i was gonna say you know warriors 3 because i love the warriors 3 and but i'm of the mind that warriors 3 and sif is probably going to get dumped in the loki show so yeah. I'm going to go in a similar vein. I want a Ghost Rider TV show. Uh, well, they've already put Ghost Rider into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so they could easily... Yeah, but as we've established, that might as well be its own parallel universe. That's, that's true. So, and I've also thought about that. He's going to be uh, Johnny Blaze. Well, what's funny about saying a Ghost Rider show is I feel like that is going to be similar in structure to the Century show I pitched because Ghost Rider as a, as a, a superhero has power set that basically means that I mean, he can beat the devil. There are basically basically no people or characters that really can beat Ghost Rider. So the drama, the interest of a show about Ghost Rider would be in the the human, the person dealing with what's going on around him, right? Well, yeah, but I say we we, we reduce his powers a bit, and maybe we don't have to do, you know, John Blaze. Maybe we do invent a new character. Maybe, we, you know, we make him priest or something, so there's, well, that's a bit too close to Sentry. I don't know. I just want to see say, a supernatural you, element. All right, because that could be like kind of like Daredevil, where you get like the Catholic and the church imagery. And yeah, we're bumping into this. I just want to see Marvel go into the supernatural range, and I can't really think of anybody else from that that's a better introduction to it than you know Ghost Rider. Like I'd say Blade, but I kind of want a Blade movie. Well, also the problem is a Blade TV show. Like I said, we already have Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so. <laughs> Well, I want to see Wesley Snipes. I want old... Maybe that's what I'll say. Scratch Ghost Rider. I want old Blade with Wesley Snipes. Well, Blade makes more sense if your whole goal is to get um, more of the supernatural elements of Marvel into a into a show because Blade is just a vampire hunter and half vampire still. But I think um, he's also a lot less complex uh, to deal with. And because he's only half vampire, you can still focus a lot on him as like an actual superhero is not the right word, but him as a combatant and an action show, you know? Yeah. And then I was like, this is all contingent on, I want Wesley Snipes back as old blade. That ain't going to happen. So uh, he wants who, to come back. Like he's taught, he said he's open for it. Really? You want old blade? In? Yes. Okay. I want like, his, he's been, you know, doing this since the nineties and he's old and he's crotchety. And maybe we give him a young prodigy. I don't know, but I love Wesley Snipes as blade. And I can't really see anybody else in that role. I mean, that sounds like a real gamble to me, but I like I would feel like you need another selling point to really sell that pitch. Well, ideally, I would say uh, Blade and Moon Knight, but that's a Netflix show. Because well, imagine that. That would be awesome. Uh, maybe, because he's so weird. <laughs> that's what makes him awesome. <laughs> he's cool Batman. Sure. He throws <laughs> moon-shaped discs. Come on. All right, well, uh, my my last pitch, just real quick, and I don't have to go into this because they'll probably make a movie out of this, but uh, would be uh, Kamala Khan's Miss Marvel. So 
actually basically very similar to the pitch for spider gwen except uh this time it's you know a, a, a muslim girl and her powers are basically crazy shape-shifting and she's also got the whole legacy of living up to captain marvel would be a good kind of companion piece to the captain marvel movie coming out so yeah but you got to go back and deal with the baggage of the inhuman yeah i feel like you could work around that pretty easily i think they're gonna make her a mutant they're just gonna go listen the inhumans train is on fire and still leaking toxic chemicals you're an x-men now well my, my point being that um kamala khan and miles morales do good things to come out of the ultimate comics as far as i'm concerned and miles morales is getting his into the spider-verse movie which is cool so we could put kamala khan as like a live action television show we are 100 percent going to see young avengers because if you believe the rumors circulating about the hawkeye show they're using mm. it as a vehicle to introduce kate bishop neat so yeah i think <laughs> we're definitely 100 seeing a uh young avengers but that's another episode so there's our suggestions we have war machine sentinel um Peggy Carter, the Howling Commandos, Spider Gwen, Spider Gwen, Blade slash Ghost Rider. We'll let you know. And, and Kamala Khan's Miss Marvel. So <laughs> Disney, but, uh, we are available to accept paychecks at any time. Uh, don't say that. Then they won't do any of the ideas. <laughs> They're Disney. Oh, you're right. So anyway, um, but we, normally we take that. We're kind of going overboard. So yeah, uh, Patreon, SoundCloud. We, we talk about those the all things. the time. Those are the things we normally talk about. So yeah. Um, Help us on Patreon if you want. As little as 25 cents. That's cool. Uh, if you don't like YouTube, SoundCloud's also there. You can download us and help us out there too. So either way, that works. Um, do you have anything else you want to add before we leave? Nope. All right. So thank you for listening. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, whatever else internet people are supposed to do. And the more people see this, the more we grow, the more we grow, the more we can do. And as always, this has been Axel Wright. And Lord Commander Ulrich. And as always, stay honorable.